You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 227. In this episode, I'm talking to Sonia Limon on how to start a business in a foreign language and be able to make five figures a month. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Sonia Lemon, who is the founder of miracles to go and coaches online course creators to plan and execute their launches. Sonia moved from Austria to the United States six years ago and has been able to build up an international business with English as her second language. Her journey was neither straight or easy, but now she's on the verge to make 20,000 a month in her business. Do you want more freedom in your life and business? Grab the Plan Your Profit Success Guide where you can map out your freedom plan. Go to sig.com forward slash 227 to grab the guide and there you also find links to Sonia and her programs. I'm so excited to be here with Sonia Limon and this couldn't be a more exciting moment to have here. We almost need some pain, almost, because Sonia is just having her second five-figure month and I want to say Congratulations and thank you for coming on the show to share also the story how you did all of that plus doing it in a foreign language in a different country. Thank you for coming on the show, Sonia. Thank you for having me, Sigrun, and thank you very much. <laughs> so, wow, you just shared with me that this is your second five-figure month, and as we're recording this episode, we're in the middle of the month, so who knows how it will end for you? Maybe double five figures? I would love that. <laughs> yes, possible. It looks possible from where I'm sitting. Okay, we're going to come to the point like how you got there, but we want to talk about doing business in a foreign language. I know a lot of my listeners or people maybe possibly watching this later are expats or people living in another country. I just had an interview this morning actually with someone from the Philippines who was interviewing me like, oh, how do you do international business with, uh, you know, when you're a non-native English speaker? And we want to hear your story. So tell us, why are you living in the U.S.? Well, so it all happened like six years ago. And uh, I'm from Austria. I'm, I was born and raised in Austria. And uh, I was like a 40-year-old divorced single woman with a corporate job and uh, traveling the world, studying for a master's degree at the same time, and I had a great life. And then within a matter of six months, a couple of life events happened that made it clear to me that something new was waiting for me. And to make the long story short, it was basically my company being bought by another company, our contracts being quit, and me feeling like, okay, it's time to move on. And then also I met someone who lived literally on the other side of the globe. And we were traveling back and forth and started to date. And we were like, okay, that's not how we want to 
make this happen. And I was like in the end phase of finishing my master's degree. So that commitment was ending too. So I basically quit my job, sold my belongings and moved from Austria to the United States with two suitcases. Wow. I've done something similar. So maybe that's why we're sitting here talking. So that was six years ago. Yes. Did you find a job? Were you looking for a job in the US or? or? Yeah. So when I arrived here, like everything was new to me. Yes, I spoke English. I, I used English in, during my corporate career. So it wasn't like I was understanding nothing. I was fine. However, I quickly understood I wanted to build a life that was location independent because my back then boyfriend, my now husband, he was also always out for projects. And we were like, okay, if I'm going to look for a job, what am I going to do if he's going to be relocated? So that was one thing. And the other thing was I knew I wanted to do something with my passion. And I was a certified coach already at that time. And I knew I wanted to get into online business as soon as I found out there is something like online business. Yes. We didn't know that so many years ago. Six years ago? What? I had no idea. I had no idea. And I basically stumbled upon it and I binge watched videos about it like for a week or two. And then I was like, okay, that's for me. I'm going to do that. So, yeah. So you started online business six years ago or was that a little bit after you moved? So it was probably six months after I moved that I got myself seriously into that. So I started uh, buying a bunch of courses and I'm sure a lot of listeners out there who are also entrepreneurs can relate to that experience back in the early days, right? So I was like so excited and also overwhelmed by the abundance of what was out there. And I'm, I see myself as a lifelong learner. I love to learn and all these courses, it was like, Christmas and birthday at the same time. I just wanted to take them all. <laughs> Shiny object syndrome. Yes. And I did a lot of them, and, but I actually didn't quite understood how to tie them all together and how to make it work. And uh, then something else started to, to go on inside of me. So suddenly I had like this mental block that my English wasn't good enough for what I wanted to be doing. And as I mentioned, I was already a certified coach and I had worked with people using my coaching skills like uh, for quite a while, for several years. But when I decided to do online business in English, I suddenly felt like I needed to learn again how to coach in English, which is totally ridiculous looking back then. I took this course that basically taught how to coach online and then I also I hired the person for one-on-one. -on -one, and I realized maybe a year later that I have spent an entire year learning something I, I actually already knew. Mm. So this inner feeling of my English not being good enough actually took toll on how I saw my expertise as a coach, which I had no idea when it happened. I only found out later. Coach away and you did something else instead. Yes. So uh, I let go of coaching and uh, I started to explore my creative side and I started a web agency. A web agency. So where did yeah. that come from? How, where did you have that skill? Well, self-taught. I took courses. I learned everything from scratch. You need to know about um, web design, about web development, about graphic design. And I started to outsource really early in this business because I knew there were people who were... Um, 
really proficient in that. So my my skills and my uh, my gifts are really in communication and uh, in talking to people and figuring out what they need to achieve their goals. So so that was helping me to find clients for that. So basically, you are using your coaching skills to get website clients. Yes, but you didn't. Uh trust yourself or not for you had this limiting belief that your English wasn't good enough to be a coach right away. Yes, yes, exactly. And for how long did you hold on to this belief? Wow. It wasn't until 2016, which was like three years later, when I felt like I needed to make a shift because I loved what I did, but I knew there was more, but I just didn't know how to get there, right? It's like when you see the other side of the Grand Canyon and you're like, how am I going to cross that? Yeah, it seems impossible. It seems impossible because also you, I had to let go of something that provided some sort of security, that provided income and that was working okay. And that was like a big mental shift I had to go through. And also I knew at that point that I needed support and that I couldn't do it by myself. That became really clear to me. Yeah. So you were doing this uh, website business and you started to move into doing a little bit more strategy for the clients, but that wasn't until you made that shift yourself that you could actually do it. Yes. What really initiated that shift was when I realized that it was basically my perfectionism that kept me from, from just going all in and just working with what I have and learning as I go. And when I realized that that perfectionism kept me from, from using my English the way I could, because my English was good. My English was good. It just wasn't perfect. Yeah. Of course it wasn't. Because we're not native English speakers. But... No, no. And it will never be perfect, like you said. But realizing that it doesn't need to be was like the big mental shift for me. And... Um, that's when everything changed. And that's when I started to actively look for help. So, and, and that's when I found you actually in 2016. And I had been following you for a while, but then I was like, okay, I need to get serious with making this shift and I can't do it by myself. Did it matter that I was a non-native English speaker myself? It did because I followed you. I followed your journey. I knew you were from Iceland, living in Switzerland. I knew you spoke German too. And, uh, I heard you talking and even though your English wasn't perfect back then, I felt like completely attracted to your message. And I was like, oh my gosh, that could happen. You know, if it works for her, it can happen for me too. Yes. So people could feel the same way about me like I feel about her. So that really initiated a lot of, it mobilized me in a way. But there has been also a shift since, let's say, the fall of 2016 until today. There has been another pivot as well. Like just what has happened this year, you know, a series of five-figure months and uh, other things, great things happening. What has been the change from, okay, you realized that you could become more of a coach, but you didn't make a shift overnight. You were kind of phasing out your website business, but something more has happened in the meantime as well. So the first step was really that internal shift that I allowed myself to position myself as being the coach I wanted to be. And of course, then taking this outside and being present as what I wanted to be. So it's really stopping looking through the back view mirror and seeing yourself as the person you were, 
but seeing yourself as the person you want to be. This is something I worked on really hard because I knew it's going to change my life. And the second thing was finding the community actually through you, Sigrun, um, seeing other people going through similar shifts, having a sounding board for um, what you're going through. And, you know, knowledge is king, but community is key. That's what I feel. You can have all the knowledge in the world if you don't have a community that, and it, it can be a small community. It, it's really, there's really no how to, how it must be, but you need to have something that keeps you going. Yeah. And my true experience and what I really stand behind is that you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it on your own. That's very true. I think the shift from me viewing you from the outside, the shift that you made last year was a lot about being visible. As you said, if you want to be the person, like if I want to be this person, oh, that means I need to be visible. I need to share my message. I cannot hide behind my computer. And that was a big thing that, that went on last year. And this year, you've kind of completely taken off. Was that this visibility becoming like, oh, yeah, now it's no problem to do Facebook Lives and all those things. And suddenly just standing in the light as one of the people that really takes off. I think it was a combination of me, me just owning what I do, me completely owning what I do, who I am, what I stand for, and what what my expertise is, like not hiding anymore. And the second part of it was the response from the outside. Seeing people messaging me, commenting, telling me, hey, Sonia, what you did there changed my life or, you know, giving me amazing feedback and um, testimonials. People reaching out to me and asking me, hey, can I work with you? This is like the whole package, right? It's not like one thing or the other. It's what's inside of you, it's what you show of you, and it's how people react to you. Yeah, it wasn't until you let go of the perfectionism, start to show up as yourself, imperfect, and people resonate with that because we don't like perfect people. We like it like cannot speak perfectly or something is a little bit wrong because, you know, it makes them more likable. Yeah, and I got pretty interesting feedback as well. Uh, regarding to my English. So uh, I just did a four weeks course and people started to messaging me and telling me, hey, Sonia, I learned so much about launching. This course was about launching before I, I did your course, but now I suddenly understand what this is all about because you are explaining it so simple and in a language I can finally understand. So I don't feel any longer this is like Chinese to me, right? And I think that's also because I'm not a native speaker. I need to speak simple because I might not have all the words other people have to explain it real complicated. Yeah. And that's actually an advantage. Yes, that's a huge advantage. We might think ourselves that this is a disadvantage, but for uh, communication, this is great because all the thing in marketing is really about simplifying your message so people actually understand what you're saying. So now you have had, as I said, especially in the last couple of months, uh, the business has really taken off for you. Where do you see your business going, let's say, by the end of this year? Wow. <laughs> by the end of this year, I, I just want to reach more people. I want to reach more people. And my list has been growing. My reach has been growing. I filled up my calendar with one-on-one -on -one clients. So I feel like I'm, the, I'm on the right way to impact even more people because 
what's happening um, with what I teach launching is that I realized that there is so much incomplete information out there about it. And you always call it launching from the hip, right, Sigrun? So you always say, hey, people, don't launch from the hip. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, when I'm out there and I'm reading what people are posting and they describe what happened and then they describe what led to them not having results, I can see what's going on. And I feel that there is the need of more comprehensive education on launching from what I see what's out there. So that's my big goal because I know for every online entrepreneur, launching is a part of their business for most of them. Let's say for most of them, launching is just part of business and uh, it's very exhausting. It can be very exhausting, but it can be less exhausting if you know what you're doing and if you have a plan. So, so this is my mission that I'm embarking on. I'm all for it. I am a planning person and I'm a launching person. I actually love launching. It's kind of like you're going fishing and then you finished fishing and now you can go and eat your fish. You count them first and then you eat them. Yes. <laughs> so anyone listening or watching us and they're thinking, well, my English is not as good as yours, but I also have this dream of having an international business in English or I live in a country where this could be the only thing is an option. What do you say to them? Well, I would say to them, do two things. Just go and get started. And if you want to plan a little bit around that, what I did, maybe this is helpful for someone. I really made a list of vocabulary that is a must for my niche. So I could feel more secure on talking about it. And, and I know how it is when you get started. So you've got that word, like in my case, in German, and you're like, oh my God, I just lost what it was in English. So I had this list at the start, like being able to quickly grasp what I needed and it made me feel more confident also I can just openly admit like the first Facebook lives I did I was scripting out every single word I was scripting out every single word I said until I felt more comfortable then I moved to you know doing bullet points and then I moved to just just talking but it's okay to script it's okay to just you know study again like a little bit, what you need, but focus on what you really need. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to speak about everything, just about what you stand for. And the rest will come. The rest will come. And people will understand you. People will understand you. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And the second thing is obviously the community that you mentioned. Being in a group that is on a similar journey is really, really helpful, as you said. Yes, it's not only really helpful, it's like gold because you need people who are on a similar journey, um, not only to share their experience so you can learn from, but also to pick you up sometimes when things don't go so well, to just have a sounding board because, I don't know, your spouse or your family might not be the ones that understand what you're going through, but you need a group of people who do understand what you're going through and who cheer you up and who also learn from you and you learn from them. It's, it's a give and take. And that's where you are a perfect example, Sonia. You are really an active member of our Samba community and our mastermind groups and, and constantly sharing the ups and downs. And I think that's where you inspire others. And that's why I think that's a big part of your success as well. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations again. Thank you for being on this show, Sonia. It was a pleasure. I bet we will talk again soon in the future on the podcast about your next steps 
And for now, I wish you best of luck for the rest of the year. Thank you so much for having me, Sigrun, and I'd love to return, come back to your podcast. Do you want more freedom in your life and business? Grab the Plan Your Profits Success Guide, where you can map out your freedom plan. Go to sigrun.com forward slash 227 to grab the guide, and there you also find links to Sonia and her programs. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.